as you can see, Colin Kaepernick is once again making money any way he knows how. With this billboard here, if the U.S. law enforcement were a country, it would have the third largest military budget on the planet at $205 billion. Imagine if we invested that in our communities instead. Well, that is what the police is for, you dipwit. Absolutely, investment in our communities is necessary. How do we invest in our communities? By having police. Police deters crime. Less crime means more people investing in our communities. More investment means more opportunities. More opportunities means more jobs. More jobs mean more people off the street. I guess Colin Kaepernick forgot about that part when it comes to economics 101. Well, 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 well. Obviously, somebody hasn't been doing their homework. How do you invest in your communities? Well, having police is not a way to invest in our communities. That's just one thing. But it does not necessarily mean that having police is what's going to make our streets safer, nor is it what we can use to invest in our communities. Okay, for those of y'all didn't know who that was, that was real MAGA Hulk. Now, I don't have the time to go into explanation about who this guy is or, you know, but he sounds like a puppet for, for the Trump administration, whatever the case that may be. And that's a whole other can of worms altogether that I choose not to open. But here's the problem that I have with guys like Real Mega Hulk. And hopefully that Hulk he's got, that he did it naturally and he didn't do take uh, steroids or anything like that. Uh, because we already know that most of the Republican Party takes shortcuts in a lot of things, but that's, uh, neither here nor there. That's not my, um, um, my choice to decide, dissect that. But in any case, um, the problem that I have with people like this is they see, uh, defund the police and all their antennas just go like oh my god they're talking about taking the police off the streets it's gonna be crazy they're gonna be criminals running the streets well they're already criminals running the streets with that with the police on the streets but here's the thing let just make a couple of things clear to everybody okay first of all it doesn't take a rocket science to figure this out black people need the police white folks need the police hispanic people need the police asians need the police puerto ricans need the police samoans need the police I'm, i've been listening to uh digital underground but anyway that's not that's not here again neither here nor there but here's the the point i'm trying to get you to understand is simply this We all need the police. We all understand that if we decide to take all the police off the street, let everybody fend for themselves and work for themselves, then the streets will be complete, total, and utter anarchy. You know, if there are no police, because what the police are there to do, police do deter crime, as MAGA Hulk said. Yes, they are deterrent to crime. If you don't have cops, that means that rapists will keep on raping, thieves will keep on stealing, murderers will keep on murdering, gangs will continue to do what they do, everybody will do what they want to do, and there's nothing that anybody can do about it. It'll be every man, woman, and child for themselves, which is not something we need. But... At the same time, 
We don't need to just have cops for the sake of having cops either. We need the right kind of police, ladies and gentlemen. Because we've already seen what the wrong kind of cops can do. We know this. That's not a secret. But to clarify these, you know, these uh, MAGA people, and of course, the Repu- which is pretty much the entire damn Republican Party, if you read the damn billboard, then you would understand what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about taking the police off the streets. Defund the police does not mean get rid of the cops. We've already established the fact that every American on this planet, every person on this planet needs police. That's obvious. Anybody can see that. When they talk about defund the police, they're talking about diverting funds that would have been used for law enforcement and use it to help benefit their communities. See, here's what people don't seem to get. What MAGA Hulk doesn't seem to get. If you look, if you take off that MAGA hat for a minute and look at yourself in the mirror and see who you really are, and that is a African-American person, because at the end of the day, they don't give a damn who you are. You could be Republican or Democrat. You could be Christian, Muslim, atheist. You could be straight, gay, lesbian, whatever. You can believe, you could believe in Jesus Christ. You could believe that a tree can walk. If you black in this country, you know, and I know that it's hard as hell to be in existence. There have been incident after incident after incident that proves that my point is right. It's not about just having cops for the sake of having cops. It's about having the right kind of cops. It's about having police that are understanding of the unique situation that is the African-American community. See, the problem with people, again, like MAGA Hulk, they feel like that, they're, that as long as there's cops, that they're safe. It's not about the cops. It's about having the right type of people for the job. Let me give you a perfect example. Let's say I own a BMW. And that's a car that I would and, and aspire to own one day. Now, if I need something on my BMW fixed... Where am I going to be more comfortable with? A, sh- a general mechanic that can fix any damn car or a person that's BMW certified to fix BMWs? Now, naturally, I would be more comfortable having a person who is BMW certified fixing my car. It will cost me more. But I know that that person who's BMW certified knows the unique intricacies of a BMW. Unlike a regular mechanic that can fix every damn car from from American Motors all the way to to the letter Z. You know what I'm saying? If you got a BMW certified mechanic, that means you're going to be able to know that this person who's fixing your car knows what your car needs. Okay, let me give you another example. If you are pregnant and you need to get take care of you and your baby, who would you be more comfortable with? A generalized doctor that knows that fixes everybody's illnesses? Or would you be more comfortable with a gynecologist? Naturally, the, the, we already know what the answer to that is. The answer to is a gynecologist. Because a gynecologist understands the uniqueness, unique aspects of being pregnant 
of, of a woman who is pregnant. You know, they understand that a, that a woman who's pregnant needs certain things. They have certain issues that affect not only them, but their babies as well. So if you're dealing with a gynecologist, you know that, hey, the gynecologist understands the things that I need for myself and my baby. It's the same here in this case. You just don't want police to have somebody slipping in a uniform. You just don't want to give anybody a badge, a gun, and a taser just to say that we got cops out there. We've already seen what the end result of that is. Look at Dante Wright. Look at Tra Trayvon Martin. Look at uh, Amir Locke, Ahmaud Arbery, Sandra Bland, Alton Sterling. Do I have to go any further? Because we just give folks a badge and a gun, fresh out of high school, have no experience with the real world, and then we put them out there on the streets and hope and pray to God that they'll do the right thing. So when we talk about having police, it's not about just having officers out there. It's not about putting bodies in uniforms. The fact of the matter is you need to have somebody who understands not only the communities they serve, they need to be able to understand the intricacies of what is the black community. Now, let me break that down for you in case you don't know what I mean. Here's what I mean. One of the unique aspects of the black community is that of fatherlessness. It is a trend that has been going on for more than 50 plus years. Unlike white families where nearly nine out of every 10 white families have both parents running the house, Eight out of every 10 black ones have only one parent. And most of that time, it's mama running the show. So if you are a boy raised around mostly women, hear me out. I'm not a psychologist, but this is common sense. If you are a boy and you've been raised around mama, grandmama, auntie, sisters, nieces, Okay, they can try to raise you, but they can't teach you how to be a man. So when they run into situations like every man does, how do you think they're going to respond to those situations? They're not going to respond the way a man does because they don't know what it means to be a man. They haven't been raised around men. They have no men in their lives, a uncle, a brother, a cousin, or some, a nephew or somebody to teach them how to be a man. So most of these kids, these young, these boys running around here today, how they learn how to be a man from the streets, from these rap videos, what they see on the internet and 99% of it's wrong. So when you were come confront them, how do you think they're going to respond to things? They're going to respond with their emotions and they're not going to respond with their common thinking sense because they weren't taught how, about manhood. That's one of the unique aspects of the black community that we live in today. Here's another one. Another aspect of the black community, of course, is poverty. And that's obvious because we don't own a damn thing. We don't own anything. Most of us don't even own the drawers on our bodies. That was you. We borrowed money for that. You got to think. 
less than 10% of black families compared to about 75% of white ones own their own home. Okay? About 30%, about 35% of African American families as compared to about 68% of white ones have at least one member of their family with education beyond the high school level. In fact, the graduation rate around for black folks is around 66-67% as opposed to 78% in the white community and 93% in the Asian community. So if you don't have education, you can't get a decent job because you got to have a high school diploma or a GED to get a job. What kind of job can you get with a high school diploma or GED? I can tell you what you can get. You might can get a construction job, maybe, if you can get into a construction job some kind of way. But most of the time, you're going to get a job that's not going to even pay the bills. That's barely being able to keep a roof over your head. Okay? So that's, you know... Housing is becoming more and more, and while wages haven't increased in over a decade, the uh, cost of living's increased at least 1% every year since then. You can't catch up to that. And inflation on top of it, and all the stuff that's happened over the last 10 years, and you see why a lot of black families are in poverty. While most white families have stuff to help them out, we don't. That's a unique aspect of the black community. Here's another aspect of the black community. Mass incarceration. Poverty produces... If you want to do equations, Mr. Magahawk, let's do one for you. Poverty produces crime. Crime produces incarceration. Incarceration means unemployment, which means, you guessed it, more crime. If a man can't do the things that a man does, you turn that man to an animal. Simple as that. Okay. But... That's the reason, but if you want to add all the other stuff that I aforementioned, this is one of the reasons why it's like that. Our prisons and jails are overflowing with black men. Yeah, they're overflowing. If you go and count 10 inmates out of a, out of a jail or a prison, I guarantee you 7 out of 10 of them are going to be black or Hispanic. 7 out of 10 of them are going to be black or Hispanic. Because they're locking us up for any damn offense and keeping us longer than our white counterparts. That's a whole nother issue that I'm not going to go into today. But I just want to bring that up to understand the equivalence. These are the things that we have to deal with in the black community. If they're if the fathers are locked up in jail, then you get then you want to make jokes of us because we don't have no daddies in the house. It's a reason. That's the reason why it's like that. That's the reason mama has to work two jobs. That's the reason why mama can't doesn't have time to raise the child, children, because they got to survive. They got to keep a roof over their head. They got to keep food on the table. They got to put clothes on their backs. They got bills to pay. They don't have time to be mama. They got to be the breadwinner of the house because daddy's locked up. Daddy's on drugs. Daddy's in a gang. Daddy got shot up or beat up. That's a whole nother can of worms I'm talking about altogether, which I'm not going to go into. But here's another aspect, unique aspect of the black community. And that's addiction, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, pornography addiction. You add all these things together, you know, we're all addicted to something. 
And you think about those things. Addiction produces crime. Crime produces incarceration. Incarceration produces... The whole thing adds together. Which brings in me one more unique aspect of the African-American community. And that is mental illness. Which is something that we as blacks don't discuss among each other. And other people don't care about. All of these things are, and many others, are unique aspects of the black community. And you see these kids, and we're not talking about 8, 9, 10. We're talking about 8, 9, and 10, 11, 12, 13 years old that are basically roaming the streets during not, doing absolutely nothing. And the most dangerous hour for a kid, especially a black kid, is between 3.30 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. because there's nobody at the house to help them. There's nobody there to give them quality to help them with the unique issues that they deal with because they got to worry about they're going to get a meal that night. They can't be a child. They can't be kids. You see these little white kids running around here playing and having fun. Black Most black kids can't do that because somebody got to be the man in the house to watch over the other siblings to make sure they're doing okay. So they can't be kids. They got to grow up fast. And that's one of the unique aspects. These are just some of the many unique aspects of being black in this country, which is why we have to have people. If you're going to put law enforcement in the community, you better put law enforcement that are understanding of the unique aspects of being black in this country. You just can't put officers in uniform, put people in uniform, just say you got cops. Have somebody that understands and is willing to sympathize, not just pull out a damn gun and shoot. This ain't playing duck hunt. You're playing with people's lives here. So here's a thought that comes to my mind. You want to have more police? You figure that having police is a deterrent to crime? I agree. But you got to have the right kind. It's not about just having cops on the streets. You got to have police that are understanding and sympathetic to the uniqueness that is the African-American community. You have to have officers that are willing to work with and not just tolerate the African-American community. You have to have officers that are willing to work with individuals, not just slap them in police cars, throw them on the ground and beat them to death. And that starts in the academy. Once they leave that academy, it's pretty much too late. Once they're out of that academy, it's, if you got to start that lessons in the academy while they're still there. You have to teach them. These are the things you deal with in the African-American community. These are the unique features of the African-American community. This is how you respond. Now, I'm not saying put yourself in danger by no means. But don't just create drama to create it either. That's why you have to have the right kind of officers. You need to have officers that are understanding of the unique aspects of the black community. You have to have officers that are willing to work with the African American community. And for the record, no, more police does not mean more investment opportunities. You want to know what creates more investment opportunities? 
You have to be willing to invest in the community. You have to be willing to clean up what's there. You don't want to wait till it's cleaned up. Now you want to invest. You got to be willing to work with people where they are. You know, and that's where the biggest problem is. You take away the programs, you take away the things that can help. So now you got a bunch of kids, people roaming the streets with nothing to do. They can't get a job. They got a criminal history. How do you fix that problem? Okay, you got a bunch of kids walking the streets roaming. They ain't got nothing to do. Mama's not at home. Mama working. Mama ain't going to be into the midnight hour. Then she got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and try to fix breakfast for the kids, for the starving children, and try to get ready to be at work by 8 o'clock. What are they going to do in the meantime? These are the unique aspects and many others. And you can and you can invest in the community without having extra cops. How do you invest in the community? You have programs available. You have after-school programs that are there to help keep these kids out of trouble. Truth is, the idle mind is the devil's workshop. And if you give kids something to do that's constructive to do, then they will less likely want to commit to turn to drugs and gangs and violence. You need to have programs designed to help people in unique situations. You know, you need to help work with people that need employment. You need to teach them how to do, do an interview, how to write a resume, how to handle the gaps in your employment, in your employment. If you have a criminal history, how to solve, answer that question. You know, these are things you, these are what programs are for. These things don't require law enforcement. You know, you need to have housing that's affordable for people to get into. You know, there are things that we could do to uplift our communities that don't necessarily require law enforcement. Now, I'm not saying we don't need the police. I've already established we need the police. I'm saying we need to also work on the issues first that are, that are that will make a person less likely to commit a crime. If he's working a decent job that's paying the bills and keeping a roof over his head, keeping food on his stable, and help him to support his family, he'll actually likely jack people and steal a car. If you give your if you give the kids something to do, an after school program, a, a sporting activity, or any other kind of constructive activity that's gonna keep their minds and bodies occupied. Sticking them in front of a TV screen ain't gonna cut it. Sticking them in front of a computer screen ain't gonna cut it. Because that's, again, I don't mind. You got to give them something to do that's going to be constructive, that's going to help benefit them. You take away the programs, you take away the benefits, you take away all the things that are necessary that help keep the help. And guess what happens? They have absolutely no other options. They feel, hell, if I work, all my money going to be gone. It's going to be spent on bills. It's going to be taken care of. So how do I take care of it? I got chill. I got mouths to feed. I got bills to pay. Let me sell this dope. Let me rob these people. Let me go break into this bank. If you have programs and 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 things that are necessary that help these people, they were more or less likely to to commit crimes. But these are things that MAGA Hulk and people like MAGA Hulk don't think about because it doesn't affect them. 
They're not concerned about the people because they're not the people. They think they're better than the people. They think they're higher than the people. They think they're in another class than most people. The truth of the matter is COVID already proved that tragedies can happen to anybody. Everybody and their mama on this planet has been affected in some form or fashion by COVID-19. Whether in their physical body, whether in their finances or otherwise. Everybody has been affected by COVID-19. We've already proven the fact that we need each other. And yes, we need the police. But again, it's not just about putting bodies in uniforms. It's about putting people in the community that understand the community, that understand the people in the community, and care that the community thrives and survives. A little care, a little concern goes a long way to preventing tragedies like Amir Locks or Trayvon Martins or Alton Sterlings or any of the other people that have lost their lives in confrontations with law enforcement. It's time that there's two ways to handle this. And I'm going to talk about this all day long, how to invest in our communities. And I do intend on doing a post about investing in the community. Because there's ways that you could do it without without guns, badges, and, and police. Yes, we need the police. It's necessary. But we got to learn to invest, truly invest, in the future of our community. And I'll talk more about it in a future post. But anyway, Big Mel here, who is Rug Red. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and on my website. Y'all have a good weekend. Be blessed. Hopefully I'll see y'all in church on Sabbath. Anyway, Big Mel, I'm out of here. Peace.